Okay, yes, it is a new series. We're going to talk about something that's very practical. We're going to hit a topic. The last uh, series was actually, uh, teaching through Psalm 23. This one's a topic, and we're going to talk about forgiving others. And this is something that we all need. It's something we all uh, face. We all face reasons why we need to forgive others. And so I hope it'll be help uh, and challenge. It, I think it's going to take us a good uh, three weeks to get through this one. So we'll see how this this rolls along. So we'll have the same handout for uh, all all the lessons. We'll just kind of plug along. So keep it and remember to bring it with you next time. Stick it in the back of your Bible, your Bible cover, whatever you've got there, and uh, we'll we'll keep that one. All right, let's uh, pray and we'll get started. Father, we do thank you for your being so faithful to us. Thank you that you've given us your word to help us uh, through life. Sometimes life's not easy, and instead of feeling sorry for ourselves and wondering uh, how life's going to get better, help us to focus on your word, follow its principles, its commands, and then we can deal with these difficult issues that we face in life and actually get some victory and have a good life despite problems. Lord, help us to have the right perspective, and I pray that you'd guide us as we go through uh, this topic, this important topic. Give me wisdom to say what needs to be said and to be clear, and I pray also for the the strength to be able to uh, teach today. We depend on you. We need you. We ask that you be glorified through this study. Pray in Christ's name. Amen. All right, so our, our, our key verse is Ephesians 4.32, and be ye kind one to another. This is, this is what, one of those verses that we teach our children. And we always tell them, be ye kind one to another, right? Uh, but it's good for us to apply it to ourselves, too. It's not just a children's verse. Be kind one to another. Tender-hearted, here's that hard one, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. So just like God is willing to forgive us, and if you're saved, he has forgiven us, he has forgiven you, then we're supposed to, in like manner, forgive other people. Probably one of the hardest things for mankind to do is to forgive somebody. It's ironic that we want uh, to be forgiven by other people when we've done wrong. Well, why, why can't they understand? I'm just human. Why can't they just uh, forgive me? You know, uh, Why do they hold a grudge? Um, so it's ironic that we want to be forgiven, but then we struggle to extend the same forgiveness to other people that uh, we want to have uh, toward us. Perhaps, uh, if you live long enough, right, as, as Mr. Haiti would always say, keep living, right? If you live long enough, someone's going to hurt you deeply. Uh, maybe it comes in many different ways. Maybe you've been lied to. That hurts. Um, maybe you've been lied about and slandered. That hurts. And you're like, that's not true. How can they say that? And Everyone believes it, 
and there's nothing I can do to redeem my name. It's, it's, it's all over the internet. It's all over town. It's all through the church. And I'm not guilty. And that's, that's a dagger. You know, forget this idea of sticks and stones will break my bones and names will never hurt me. Uh, words really do hurt. Uh, so maybe you've been uh, betrayed. Someone that you've poured your heart and life into and they just turned on you. And you're like, how can they do that? You've injured or abused. Now we can be hurt in many different ways. We can be hurt emotionally, mentally. It can affect our thinking and even physically. And when our pain comes from people we love or people we trust, people, uh, sources that we're not expecting it, that hurts even more. And we kind of have this built-in defense mechanism, don't we? We want to stop hurting. If we're hurt, we don't want to hurt more. So we put up walls against those people that have hurt us. And we, we sometimes find ways to, to, to fight back. And in self-defense, we're tempted to lash out at people who have, have wronged us. And to, um, you know, get them in the back also if, but, but uh, we just want that pain to go away and we fail to realize that when we hold a grudge, it's not going away. And every time we think about the injustice that's done to us, that pain is, is drudged up again and it's rehashed and we go through the hurt over and over and over again and we don't let it go. And if we don't learn to let offenses go, you're going to, we'll be, just be miserable. You'll have a horrible life, a horrible existence, and you'll affect all the other people around you. And it's not going to be a good, happy, fun situation. And when you have bitterness in a home, the home is, is, is filled with grumpy people. When you have bitterness in the church, there's sour attitudes throughout the church. And so... It's easy to say, but get over it. Now, I don't want to get over it sometimes. Sometimes I want to sit there and sulk and feel bad for myself. How could they say this? How could they do this? Or It's not always something done to us. Something is, sometimes it's circumstances in life that um, it happened to everybody. And you're like, ah, that hurts, that hurts, that hurts. So there are these deep pains, these attacks or these losses, all of these things that happen to us. But then there's also, sometimes we hold grudges over very petty matters. You know, you think you're right, and the person that you're in a tussle with thinks they're right. And, and you're both convinced that you're right. <laughs> you know what? Just Sometimes it's just worth us swallowing our pride not necessarily having to admit that they're right. They might be right. You might be right. But just say, okay, whatever. I'm not going to let this affect my relationship with them. If, if, if they think they're right and they've come after me in some way, I'm just going to forgive them and move on. And if everyone does that, it actually things work out pretty well, don't they? I mean, you could try to resolve matters, but at the end of the day, you just have to learn to forgive people. Sometimes we hold grudges and, and we don't want to forgive people 
over perceived wrongs. We just think they hurt us. We just think they thought this about us. And we just, or, or, or whatever. And it's not even something that someone's really done. You, we just conjure things up in our minds sometimes. And that's, that's a pretty bad one. And so if we're not careful, this whole idea of unforgiveness will uh, hurt and can even destroy relationships um, with, with God and others. We don't want to have unforgiveness in our heart because then there's going to be something between us and God. And then also it hurts our relationship with our brethren, our families, and so many other people. And so I think it's a really, really important topic to discuss because if you haven't been hurt recently, you're going to be hurt. <laughs> and you've got to know how to respond to it. And the age-old question is, well, how do I forgive? Well, we'll get to that eventually. I don't know that we're going to uh, totally... Uh, I don't know if we get to that, even the first point of part of that this week, but we'll, we'll hit some of this, okay? So we're going to answer some questions along the way about uh, forgiving others. So let's look at the first one. Number one, what is forgiveness? That's a good place to start. If we're going to have to do something, it's better, it's good to understand what we're supposed to do and what it involves. So what is forgiveness? Now, there are a few different words in the Bible. Hebrew, Greek words that are translated as forgiven, the Bible. Um, we're not going to go into all of those. But what I'd like to do is give you some basic definitions of these words. So let's look at um, a couple of them here. First one is this. Uh, if you have your outline, it would be letter A. Uh, so what is forgiveness? The word idea forgive means to send away. And I've mentioned this before in other sermons and things like that along the line. Uh, when we forgive someone, we're sending that offense uh, done to us so far away that we, we don't hold it against them any longer. So it means to send away, right? You don't send away the person, you send away the offense that they've done toward you. And the Lord provides um, a great example of forgiveness uh, by sending our sins away that we've committed against him. And we have that there in Psalm 103, verse 12. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. So how far is the east? If you go all the way east and you go all the way west, how, how far is that apart? It's just, it's infinity. It's like so far away. It's it's to the ends, right? That's how completely God has forgiven us. You can't, they're not going to meet. Now you say, well, on our globe, if you go far enough east, uh, we're not talking that. We're talking, <laughs> uh, God sends our sins away. So far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Send it away. Just this, this thought that someone has done to you, you forgive. You just send that offense away. Now, I'll be honest, and maybe I'll say it as we go along here in the future too, but sometimes that thought will come up, and you forgive. And you say, okay, Lord, I forgive them. I'm going to send this offense away. I'm going to try to treat them uh, 
like this never happened or whatever, and I'm going to try to move forward or however you want to talk about it. Uh, and then a couple of weeks later, that hurt comes back, and you're like, oh, man, those people or that person. They, You know what you have to do again? It came back up, so what do you do again? You send it away. So forgiveness um, on, on this human level, it'd be nice to say it's a one-and-done thing, but it's not necessarily that way because we're human. You know, if you've got a bad temper, you're gonna, you might be bad. You might get angry today. And you confess it and you get it right with God. And then a couple of days later, someone trips your trigger and you get angry again. <laughs> what do you think you need to do? Confess it and deal with it again because just see, well, I, I dealt with my anger a couple of days ago. Well, good. <laughs> it came up again, so deal with it again. And same thing with forgiveness. When that hurt comes back up, you forgive again. And you just continue to forgive. So we'll, cont- we'll talk more about this whole idea as we go along. But first one is, first definition is to send away. Second one is to grant as a favor. Now, you say, what do you mean to grant as a favor? So to forgive is, is actually to grant something to somebody as a favor. So you may say, that person does not deserve to be forgiven. Brother Olson, you don't know what they did to me. It is so bad, I can't tell anybody. And they don't deserve it. They absolutely don't deserve it. And then, you know what? You might be right. They might not deserve it. But you and I are still supposed to forgive people who don't deserve it. Do you deserve to be forgiven by God? No, not based on your merit. And so forgiveness is a favor shown towards somebody, just by definition. So, well, they don't deserve it. Well, we're still supposed to do it, so do it anyway. But, and we just want to hold on to this, like, like we've got this you know, justified reason why we can be angry and hold a grudge and be bitter and plot and plan to get back at them or say, I will never speak to them again. This will this and this and that. And, and we're wanting to hold on to things. And by the way, when you're holding on to things, you haven't sent it away. He said, but they don't deserve it. We don't deserve forgiveness either. And that's part of what... <laughs> That's part of what forgiveness is, is granting something to somebody that they don't deserve. You're giving them a favor. And you don't hold them like, you don't deserve this, but I'm going to do it anyway. So mercy is withholding judgment when a person deserves to be punished. And as God has shown mercy toward us, we ought to show mercy towards other people. Now again, as I'm going along, there, there could be more questions popping up in your mind. Well, what about this and what about this? That's okay. It's okay. We have a lot of more questions to, to answer as we go through here. So don't think that everything I'm saying, this is the final word on it. And even when we finish the study, it's still not the final word on it. This is the final word on it. I'm just giving you some of what this says. Okay? And you can say, but I've got extenuating circumstances. You may. 
but we have an extenuating manual to deal with those things too. Luke 6, 36 says, Be ye therefore merciful as your Father also is merciful. Uh, so you was, but yeah, but God's supposed to be merciful. Yeah, and so are we. And as God shows mercy and he withholds judgment on, on people that don't deserve it, so we're supposed to do the same things. But I don't want to withhold judgment. I want to let them have it. They deserve it. I want to, I just want to blast them and give them a piece of my mind or do whatever I got to do to get them. Be ye, you, plural, all of us, therefore merciful as your Father also is merciful. So we have to be merciful. Is that easy? It's absolutely not easy. It's certainly not easy. Now, when we were in, in Zambia, uh, we were robbed. A guy jumped the fence and uh, jacked up the, the car and was taking the, the tire off. The, the dog was barking like crazy. And uh, I came out with my big... You know, one of those million watt candle light power beams, and I'm shining, and and I I couldn't get to him fast enough, but he 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 ran. Anyway, long story short, we caught up to him. You, you can read it. it's in the it's in the book. You can read about it. It's a fun story actually. Uh, we caught we caught up to him, and they he got in jail, and a couple of accomplices got in jail. Uh, and then the family kept coming to my, to my gate and saying, Oh, Pastor, you must forgive them because if you don't forgive them, they're going to go to prison and they will die. Well, this wasn't the first time people in town had been robbed. One of the widows in the church had been robbed. The church had been uh, robbed. And, you know, even the police <laughs> told me, Pastor, next time thieves come, just shoot them. <laughs> So, uh, you know, and they were like, you know, so the family members were like, you know, you must, you must, you're a pastor, and Jesus would forgive. And, you know, as I'm, I'm, I'm thinking through all of this, okay, yeah, he would forgive, and he wants me to forgive, and I need to forgive. They've broken the law, and so what do you do? What does forgiveness look like? How do you act upon that? Just tell them, hey, yeah, charges dropped, you're all free, whatever. Um, well, of course, they were, they were released pending trial. And uh, two of them were trying to catch a ride home. We were living in the town of Chizikesi. That's where this thing happened in about 10 minutes away, the town of Monze, uh, they were standing on the side of the road. And a lot of people use, they don't have vehicles, so they're using public transportation. They're catching uh, what they call a minibus. Or if they're not getting a minibus, they'll just kind of stand on the side of the road and flag you down and do this number. It's, we do this, they do this. And sometimes they'll hold up one. It means one, I was one rider. Sometimes they'll hold up two. 
And uh, but here they're flagging you down, and and if someone's driving home and they've got room in their vehicle, maybe in the back of their pickup or extra room, and they're just a private vehicle, they're like, well, I can get I can get a few quacha from them. Quachas, you know, we use dollars; they use quacha. So I can get a few quacha from them. Anyway, so they get their they get a little bit of gas money for giving a guy a lift home. So I'm leaving Monze, and I see two of the thieves on the side of the road. And they're doing this. I make eye contact with them. They make eye contact with me, and then they're like... (laughs) And the Lord just put on my heart, just pull over. I'm like, yeah, but they... Just pull over. I pulled over, and I said... You can get in the back. So they got in the back of my pickup. They're probably like, what's this guy going to do to me? <laughs> get like halfway down and take us out into the bush and take us out or what? So they're like, yeah. <laughs> so I just gave him a ride home. Well, into, into town, when I, where it was time for me to get off, I just stopped. They get out and they said, thank you. And I said, okay, have a good day and bye. You say, well, why did you do that? Because I could. Because I was granting them what? A favor. I was showing them that I had forgiven them. Right? And so we should show people favor by forgiving them. But they don't deserve it. Maybe not. I don't deserve to be treated well by God. I don't deserve to be forgiven in the home, right? If I get grumpy and, my, and I say something to my wife in the wrong tone, you know, <laughs> or if people talk out in class, <laughs> we forgive, right? <laughs> so, no, we don't deserve it, but we do it. So what is forgiveness? It's to send away. Now, you could probably go back in your own life and see times where you have forgiven people. And you can go back in times in your life where you struggled with it and maybe you're struggling with it right now. Grant a favor. Just be kind. And the next definition is to dismiss. To dismiss. So forgiving someone is to dismiss the offense. Now, to reassure someone... That they are forgiven. Sometimes, you know, people say, okay, yeah, ju- just forget about it. No problem. Well, it is a problem, but I, I, I get the idea of how we try to say, say something to them. Uh, and that's easier to do when someone apologizes, right? But we have to be willing to dismiss their actions when they show absolutely no remorse, Now you say, no, 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 I'm thinking of verses right now, Pastor, when they say, if they come and they repent, then you forgive them. Yes, that's true. And we'll we'll hit on this a little bit later in in more detail in the future, but I'm just trying to give you the idea of even defining the words. We have to be willing to dismiss their, their, their actions even when they don't show any sign of repentance. Now, of course, our hope is that they will repent, um, they may not, but we should be Christ-like 
in choosing not to hold that offense against them. Again, Ephesians 4.32, And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. So our goal in the Christian life is to allow Jesus to live through us. Right? And that's not going to happen if we refuse to forgive because he is forgiving. And so we must also, in turn, be forgiving and actually let God do the forgiving through us. Because some of these things that God calls us to do are not natural. They're actually supernatural. (laughs) And God calls upon us to do things that we can't do on our own. So we have to get his help. So that's, in a nutshell, answering the question, what is forgiveness? I want to get to the second point now. How does God forgive all right, because we just mentioned in the end of that verse, uh, Ephesians four thirty two, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Well, then how did God forgive us? How does He forgive people in general? Because that's how we're supposed to forgive. So let's see how He forgives, and then try to apply it to our lives and make sure that we are forgiving likewise. Okay. Now I see gears turning in some people's minds right now you're thinking of a situation that's applying to you. Like, yeah, but, and you're trying to figure and sort this all out. Listen, we're going to take about three weeks to try to sort this out, okay? And then hopefully you can take the Bible and, and, and get with God and, and learn to and sort some things out on your own uh, with the Lord's help. So how does God forgive? Obviously, again, it's not easy to be like God, but we can ask him to work through us to do these things. So I want to consider how he does this. First of all, if you have the outline, letter A, first of all, how does God forgive? He forgives faithfully. Faithfully. Aren't you happy that God is faithful to forgive? We find that in 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. He's faithful. So every time we come to God looking for forgiveness, what does he do? He forgives. And what should we do every time? We should forgive. So every time people sin against us, we must forgive them. And yeah. By the way, I'm going to backtrack a little bit when I'm talking about that idea of um, forgiving people even if they haven't come to you and shown any remorse or whatever like that. You, sometimes you just have to forgive people, but that doesn't mean you have to walk up to them and say, you know, by the way, brother, you haven't apologized, you haven't repented, you haven't tried to make this right at all with me, but I forgive you anyway. Okay, that, That's probably not the best approach, okay? (laughs) So, but we must forgive faithfully because God's faithful and forgiving and we must be forgiving and faithful. uh, Faithful and forgiving. Any parent in here knows that your children mess up, right? Growing up, uh, my kids were all out of the house, right? I always wondered what it was like to be an empty nester. It's not too bad. Uh, we still love our kids. We like when they come, and, and we still 
communicate and we still try to influence them and all that. But, you know, growing up, I don't know about your kids. I can say about my kids, and some of you don't have kids. I'm looking at some of the college students. Uh, um, when you were a kid, I know older generation probably thinks you're still kids, but don't worry about that. Move forward, okay? Uh, so, but when I was a kid, it's not like I did something wrong once and didn't do it again. And my kids, they'd mess up. Sometimes they'd aggravate. And then you just kind of move on, right? You forgive them and move on. And sometimes they'll come, oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. Okay. Uh, you're right, you shouldn't have done that. Dirty little rat. No. <laughs> uh, no, you forgive them. You know, maybe they told you a lie. Do you think that's going to be the, the only time in your household that they're going to tell you a lie? Probably not. Maybe they got their hands in the cookie jar when they shouldn't have. And they like cookies. Well, don't think that, that uh, you discipline them that, that they'll never get their hand in the cookie jar again. Or you leave a box of chocolates out on the table and one's missing and you walk home and there's chocolate all over one of the kid's face and you say, did you eat that? Uh, did you eat some chocolate? No. All right, now you actually just set them up. Probably not the best thing to do, right? Did you? <laughs> now you've got to get them for lying to. Anyway, uh, but we, we need to faithfully forgive. In a marriage, husband and wife, you know, we're not perfect. We all have bad days. We all get grumpy. And you know, because you love one another, what do you do? You forgive. And you move on. But without forgiveness and you start holding a grudge and you build a case, well, you said this because of this and you're doing this. And then there's going to be some friction in the home and only by pride comes contention. So what we need to do is just swallow our pride and forgive. And why do we forgive? We forgive because we, we love that person. You say, oh, that person, that person over there that did something to me, that's easy, okay. That's okay for my marriage. But that one over there is my enemy. I hate them. They hate me. I can't forgive them. There's a little verse in the Bible that says, love your who? Enemies? Oh, man. We lose that excuse. Man, I was like, but I don't want, it doesn't matter what we want to do. God wants us to do it. And we must be faithful in our forgiveness like God's faithful. So secondly, we must, how does God forgive? He forgives completely. Again, 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And then the rest of the verse, and to cleanse us from what? All unrighteousness. So it's our duty to put all offenses behind us. What we tend to do is say, well, I can forgive him for this, but not for that. After all, we all can only take so much. <laughs> Human reasoning again, right? God is willing to cleanse us of all unrighteousness, and it's our duty to also offer and extend complete forgiveness. Now, what that looks like, again, we'll try to cover that in weeks ahead. Because, like me, your mind's probably spinning, okay, but I'm trying to connect all the dots. I thought this and there's this, and you're try, we're trying to connect some of those dots. Let's continue. So we forgive faithfully. We're supposed to. We're supposed to forgive completely. 
Yeah, here's another one that's pretty tough. Thirdly, readily. We must be ready. God is ready to forgive us. For thou, Psalm 86, 5, for thou, Lord, uh, art good. Well, that's an understatement. But it also says, and ready to forgive. So really, it's actually a good quality to be ready to forgive somebody. And plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. Are you ready to forgive? Well, sometimes we're not ready. Sometimes we want to stew on it a little bit. Sometimes we want to hold that grudge. Sometimes we want to just let them know. And when I'm ready, I'll forgive you. Well, we're supposed to be ready now. And if we're ready, then we take action on it. And we should be ready. And some, sometimes we're not ready. The offense hasn't even happened. It may happen later on today. Are you ready to forgive them? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is yet. But we need to be ready to forgive. Now, this is, this is hard living. I'm not telling you that any of this is easy. I've told you this is not natural. And you say, well, I struggle with this. Well, just because I'm teaching it doesn't mean I never have struggled with this uh, idea of forgiving others. Uh, I, it's not that I have to have everything down pat in the Bible before I can teach on it. But I, by God has given me victory, and he gives us victory, but we're, we're flesh, and we, we slip back sometimes, don't we? And we have to work on it again. And as I said before, that offense comes up, and you send it away. And sometimes it comes up, and we don't send it away. We stew on it a, stew on it a little bit, and then it's where it starts to bother us and others. So we need to be ready to forgive others. And, and it's a good thing that God is ready. And being ready is a good trait to, to have. How else does God forgive? Fourthly, the last part we'll look. I'm not saying this is all inclusive description of how he forgives, but he forgives purposefully. Purposefully. He does it on purpose. It's a choice. God chooses not to remember. Okay? Isaiah 43, verse 25. He said, I... Even I am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for mine own sake and will not remember thy sins. So those words, will not remember, reveal that it's a, a matter of the will. I will not do this. I'm not going to remember. So we have to make a choice to purposely Forgive, purposely not remember, meaning so it comes back to our mind, then we stop thinking about it. And we say, Lord, I need to stop thinking about this. I need to think about the right things. And I pray and ask that you would help me to stop dwelling on this and move forward. Now, this is easy. It's a spiritual battle because we have a weak, corrupt nature that needs help. Amen. And God can give us the strength to do these things. And we have to be able to say, I will not remember. So it's a purposeful thing. It's a choice. And sometimes we're not ready to make that decision. We're not ready to exercise our will to do that thing. But we need to be because God is, and that's what he wants from us. So I hope as you think about your life, 
your interactions with people. I didn't, I'm not teaching this to conjure up hard feelings that you've got toward people. Yeah, I forgot all about that thing that someone did to me, and now you just started teaching on it. No, 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 let's, let's put some of these things to practice. Send it away as a favor. Grant to them this forgiveness. And uh, by the grace of God, dismiss the action. When it comes back up in your mind, you dismiss it. Uh, now, we'll talk about restoration and reconciliation later, but hopefully this will be a good start. Father, we